0: Hi, I'm Marce Ward, president of Callaway's Nursery. We're based right here in Dallas, Fort Worth, and we're proud to sponsor this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, my longtime friend. Thank you, Marce, very much. And good morning, everybody. Welcome. We are live on this day, this last Sunday of August, and I welcome you to our program. Glad to have you. The phone number, if you'd like to call, Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. Mike uh, is the best it gets, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Let's fill up those lines right now, if you will. We have five lines, but we only use three of them. Mike, uh, when he comes in, first thing he does is take uh, one of the lines and call another one of the lines, and that takes two of them out of action. That way you don't have to wait as long. You may get a busy signal, but better that than to have to wait on hold. While I'm talking to four other people, we only, we only use three lines. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I'll go into more detail later, but yes, you are in the primest of prime time right now for application of pre-emergent weed killers For the winter grassy weeds, these are the things that germinate in September. When the temperatures start to drop a little, hey, it's already starting to happen. And we get some rains. Hey, it's already starting to happen. We thought it never would. And that's when annual bluegrass, poa annua, Rescue grass and ryegrass start to germinate. So, you need to get the, uh, the pre emergent granules out between now and Labor Day. So, that's a week from tomorrow. It's, uh, yeah, I know it's not exactly precise. If you were to put them out Tuesday morning next week, it's just as good as next Monday, but it'd be better to put them out in, in this coming week. You don't want to put them out while the grass is wet. You don't want to put them out right before a heavy rain is expected. You want to water lightly after you put them on. The three that are in play, the three that are most commonly sold, are Baylan, Dimension, and Haltz, which is called Weedex x with Weedex. So those are the three. Any one of the three would be fine. They're out of the same category of pre-emergent weed killers. You can put them out now, and they will stop the germination of those weeds that become really unsightly in the spring. You have to get them before they germinate. Once they start to grow, you don't get a second chance with those weeds. So we'll talk about that more later, uh, but uh, I, I wanted to get that out there for anybody who's going to a very early church service. We always begin our program with Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the lovely, beautiful Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. Steve, good morning. Well, good morning, Neil. Appreciate you joining us always early on a Sunday morning. And and what's happening at the Botanic Garden? Well, I'm so thankful for the rain. The garden is a greener place now because of the rain we have. It happened within a couple of days. We think that uh, Texas sage is the only plant that reacts to rain. Everything did, didn't it? Yes, yes. It's wonderful. Including us. (laughs) Yes, yes. Just psychologically. Uh, Go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say that we are back to our normal hours in the garden. We uh, uh, those hours are eight a.m. to six p.m. until daylight saving time comes, or t- until it ends in November. So,
0: eight to six until uh, daylight saving time. Okay, until the regular time comes back.
1: Yes, okay. regular yeah. time. Yes, until daylight saving time ends
0: in November. Yeah, it takes two horticulturists to deliver the message yeah. to you folks. <laughs> it does. We we, we does. went to ag schools. Yes, yes. Both went to OSU's, so different ones, but nonetheless. All right, what's your featured plant this week? Well, that is
1: Flame Acanthus. Uh, This is a drought-tolerant, heat-loving, small shrub uh, or woody perennial that works well in the perennial border. Uh, It blooms midsummer through frost. It is covered with long, slender red or orange flowers. That hummingbirds absolutely love. So this is great for a pollinator garden. As we feature it in our pollinator pathway, as well as in our trial garden at the Botanic Garden. Uh, this grows well in sunny, well-drained exposures throughout the state. It's a good choice for sites with poor soils and reflected heat. Although supplemental water is always appreciated, um, and encourages more flowering. Uh, this is hardy through. It is hardy through zone eight. It's root hardy to zone seven. So. Uh, it has performed reliably well for us, uh, gosh, for years
0: in the garden. We've got it in a, in a number of places. Interesting plant because the flowers are tiny, and when you have a young plant with only a few flowers at a time, I don't know how the hummingbirds find it, but they find it if it's the only thing in bloom they find it. It is a lovely plant, and as it gets bigger you get a lot of flowers, and they really find it then. So your homework assignment for some time when, when you have time, how on earth did that thing get called acanthus as a common name, flame acanthus? It's anisacanthus, and mm-hmm. uh, it certainly doesn't look like acanthus as we know the the plant acanthus out there in the garden. Mm-hmm. I'll let you muse on that for a few months. Or yeah, so well, that's years. a good question, yes. Yeah. So what events do you have going on?
1: Well, first of all, we have a final master plan meeting open to the public this Wednesday, August 31st, uh, from 9 a.m. to noon in the Commons Room of the Brit building. Uh, This is an opportunity for the public to come in and hear the consultant team uh, talk about the proposed design for the next 20 years of site development. After the meeting, the public is invited to provide comment in a conversational format. So this Wednesday, August 31, 9 to 12, in the BRIT building, uh, the public's last opportunity to hear and participate in uh, a meeting about our master plan.
0: Master plan for the whole 110 acres? Yes, yes. All right. And uh, the Britt building is, as you come in the, the entrance off university, is off to mm-hmm. your right. Exactly, yes. Right by the pollinator yes. garden pathway. Exactly, All yes. All right. I got it. I'm figuring this yes, out. Yes, All right. we're doing how well. About, how about landscape lighting tickets, landscape tickets?
1: Yes, landscape is our... Uh, Holiday Light Show uh, that uh, premieres November 18th through January 8th. But those tickets are on sale now. We've already sold more than 3,600. We've been told that the event will draw 100,000 people. So now is a good time to buy your tickets for the best dates and times. Uh, And this is going to be a spectacular event. The garden will just be beautiful with light and sound
0: during that period of time. Oh, super. All right, and those tickets are available at the website? Yes, they are, which is org. Fort Worth Botanic Garden, fwbg.org. 24-hour information telephone line is for recorded message. That, yes, that is 817-463-4160. 817-463-4160. And how do they find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, Steve? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. Thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate all the information. You're wonderful. Have a good week. Thank you. All right. Talk to you next week. Steve Huddleston from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, sponsored today by the people who sponsored this entire hour for this entire year for the last many, many, many years, and that would be Calloway's. There is a change in the air reminding us it's time to update and refresh our landscapes for the upcoming autumn season. And Callaway's nursery has more and more fresh shipments of trees and shrubs arriving for fall planting in your landscape. You've come to count on Callaway's nursery as your trusted source for high-quality plants and products for all of your lawn and garden needs. Now you can rely on Callaway's for your landscape design and installation. It's the ideal time to start planning your transformation for this fall with the help of Callaway's landscape design and installation team. A Callaway's professional designer will come to your home for a personalized visit. They'll collaborate with you to develop the right design and to set up a time for the installation. Spots are filling up quickly. Remember to book by August 31. That's Wednesday. You just heard that. So you'll be ready to entertain in style this fall. With the help of Callaway's, you can have peace of mind about your update. Visit callaway's.com, C A L L O W A Y S.com. Click on the Garden Services tab, that's how you get there, Garden Services, to schedule your appointment and to get started today. Shop at any of their community stores, including their new location in Prosper, or order online. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week at 9 for your shopping convenience. Get in today, just 45 minutes from now, they'll be open. It's still cool at 9 a.m. Callaway's Nursery, Life lived Beautifully. That's Callaway's.com. I'm Tom McLaughlin with the Callaway's Nursery at Flower Mount. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Tom. He has been with them for a long, long time. It's nice to hear the voices that uh, have been with Callaways for so long. Let's uh, start our program with the first call today. Have two open lines. Good time to fill them up. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Mark is in Granbury. Mark, this is Neil. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Neil. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for calling. Good. We're sitting I'm sitting out with my mom and my sister on this beautiful morning under this beautiful 35-year-old live oak tree that's shading us, and noticed that there's um, bark that is both cracking and bulging on the base of the tree, about uh, maybe two to three feet above the ground. And uh, okay. just noticed it today, so wondering how bad that is and uh, what your what your thoughts are on that.
0: So, let me see if I'm describing this right. In in uh, uh, in reply to what you described, uh, it is it is cracking and and standing out away from the trunk a little bit.
2: Yes, I can actually look through to the neighbor's house through part of it by you know by about an inch maybe. Well, that sounds like you're a peeping tom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Goodness! that's um, Yeah. Oh, okay. Um that is a, a thing called radial shake, R A D I A L shake. Um, and it is a phenomenon I was not particularly familiar with until last year in February of 2021. Um after the uh, cold there it, it became um, a, an issue for live oaks and to a degree schumard red oaks and a few other species, but especially live oaks. And if I were to look at a thousand live oaks, there probably would be, and, and I'm talking about maybe in April of 2021, 16 months ago, there probably would have been about a hundred of those thousand that had huge amounts of bark split and even falling to the ground in big chunks and those hundred or maybe fewer than that maybe 50 out of the thousand would have been uh, would have been losing all of their leaves and would not have had any growth at all they would have been dead obviously dead by the end of the spring by may of of a year ago they would have been taken out long ago then there would be another maybe 100 that had bark missing in big portions of the trunk maybe anywhere from 40 to 60 percent of the trunk, kind of in between. And those trees would have a lot of their leaf canopy thinned. They might even have big branches sticking out of the tops and sides of the trees that had died back into the canopy, almost sticking out like antennas uh, up into thin air. And and yet there would be leaves within the tree that and, and 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 parts of the canopy that still looked fairly good. And at 50%, those trees were deemed to be, by arborists and by the Texas A&M Forest Service, to be at great risk. There was some question of whether those trees would survive if they had lost half of their bark. And then there have been a lot of trees, maybe 100 of the 1,000, maybe 10% of the trees, lost... uh, uh, smaller amounts, maybe 10 or 20 percent of their bark, it it popped and stood out away from the trunk, and those trees probably are going to heal themselves. New bark is forming beneath that loose bark, and when you stand back 50 feet and look at those trees, they look normal. the 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 canopy of leaves is full, and the trees have grown, and they seem to be doing okay, and and so those trees are fine. And then there's the uh, the remaining. Uh, 75 or 80% of the live oaks that are absolutely unfazed by all of it. And, and so you have this constant gradation of, of, of damage or no damage done by radial shake. It's like a, a windshield that uh, suddenly, uh, with a ding from a, a highway rock, is exposed to very rapid temperature change, and it just cracks. And that's what happened to the bark. When you lose bark, you, the, the, the tree loses its ability to take the manufactured sugar from up in, the, uh, up in the leaves down to the roots. The tissue that's right inside the bark, the phloem, is lost, and, and so the roots die, and that's why the, the tree goes downhill. But if you're just now noticing it, and if the canopy of the tree looks pretty full, then you're probably fine. Do not peel that bark away. Just let it take its natural course, and, and things should be fine. Uh, if, it's, if the tree is thinning, then you need to keep a close eye on things because uh, live, even live oaks will lose branches or, or will fall. But probably this far removed, it's,
2: it's healing itself. Well, that's very good to hear. Yeah, along with what you're saying, we have three of the same trees that were planted at the same time, and only the one has the issue. The other two look fine. Well, live oaks are wind
0: pollinated, and so they vary genetically just as much as human beings do and uh, and so they all will react differently to the same set of circumstances just as human beings do that's gotcha, so. it thank you very much well you suggest just leave it alone and keep an eye on it yeah unless you see a lot of loss of the leaves up above a abnormal amount of leaf drop and thinning of the canopy that's that would be your clue and or yeah. or major amount of bark loss and and wood that is exposed the the hard the heartwood of the tree if it's exposed and, and you see no uh, new bark forming, then that's a major uh, problem. And that's when you'd call an arborist to come take a look at the tree. But, but, you know, this far removed, you would have seen that earlier, and you'd be more panicked than you sounded. You sounded rather relaxed <laughs> when you called.
2: <laughs> that is very good news, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm much more relaxed now after talking to you, so thank you very much.
0: Well, have a good Sunday. Thanks for the call. Alrighty, folks, I need to tell you about my book and the very special offer that is going to run out before you know it. And then you're going to say, well, rats, I missed the very special offer. He said it was going to run out. It's $32.95 for a book that will be $38.95. This is the fifth printing of Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Indeed, I do mention in two paragraphs, I do mention the uh, the occurrence. This is in the sixth printing. I do mention the occurrence of the extreme cold of February 2021 uh, in relation to the USDA hardiness zone map. I have been saying all the way through all of those printings that I think that hardiness zone map in uh, from 2012 was in error. I think they moved us into too warm a zone. And sure enough, it's been proven twice since uh, uh, since it was done in 2012. And uh, so that's the only difference in these two books. You need to get this and get it quickly before I run out. book has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. What you need to know to get started. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar telling you month by month by month in four pages per month what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month. Chapter 3 is a really detailed chapter on trees, and then shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's a hardback book printed on high-quality paper and printed in Texas by Texas printers, not in China. I didn't want to go to China to look at the press checks. I wanted to go to San Antonio, which is where this was printed. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. Frankly, all of the copies remaining are in my garage, sitting there waiting to be signed. I sign them as they sell. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow. I'll take them to the post office on Tuesday. So, if you're interested, you need to grab one now. There are two ways you can order. You can call Monday through Friday. Call my office, 800-752-GROW. But the better way is to order it right now on my website at neilsperry dot com that way you know you have one n e i l s p e r r y dot com Neil Sperry's Lone Star gardening if you want to call though call business hours Monday through Friday eight hundred seven five two G-R-O-W satisfaction completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny seventy five thousand copies sold not one request for a refund yet eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine or N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972 562 5788wbroofing.com. For the finest in tree care, your trees deserve the experts from Arborological Services. These are the only people who will ever touch our trees. In fact, they're going to be touching our trees in the next month or so. Uh, They have award winning crews, and uh, they have a 13 time Texas State tree climbing champion among their team members they also have three of their men who have been named arborist of the year for the state of texas steve hauser russell peters and kevin bassett that is the top award that is given in the state of texas and three of their people have won it most companies would be thrilled to get it once they've gotten it three times they have college degreed plant pathologists horticulturists and foresters on their team, and 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. This is the only team you want to be involved with your trees, so give them a call for the finest in tree care of all types. It's 866-552-7267. That's a toll-free number. It sounds like they're a national company, but they serve only the Metroplex Arborological Services, arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and again, 866-552-7267.
1: Neil Sperry and Calloway's go back since
0: our nurseries opened. I'm Kenny Milas with Calloway's in Fort Worth, Stonegate, and now back to Neil. All right, thank you very, very much. We're ready to go back to the phone line. Somebody just dropped on us, so we have two lines open now, 800 288 800-288-9227. 800-288-9227. Let's go to James in Arlington. James, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I have a question combination. We are going to plant
1: ryegrass when it's appropriate. Obviously, it's way too early yet. But main question is, uh, it, this is also going to be the first winter for the turf because we live in a newer house. So, of course, we did not put pre-emergence down at all. But during the winter, when... The winter weeds come in with the ryegrass. Can you use 2,4-D at that point in time, say in the March time frame?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, 2,4-D won't impact ryegrass. That won't be a problem at all. It is strictly for a a control for broadleaf weeds, and so it's not going to have any impact on on the ryegrass. And you're not much ahead of the ryegrass planting time. A lot of the commercial people are are getting ready to plant it uh, in the next two or three weeks.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Very well. I appreciate your help.
0: Yeah. You know what I would do, James? I would look at the 10-day the forecast, and you don't want to plant it if it's going to be in the 90s, but when it gets down to mid-80s or 80, that's that's the time. Um, I'm reluctant to plant it before mid-September. Uh, I have okay. planted it. I'm not proud of what I'm about to say. I have planted as late as the 1st or, or 10th of November. My My target time would be October 1, so you're not very far ahead. Okay. All right. Good deal. Appreciate your call very much. Thank you, sir. Okay, folks, here's the number. Let's get this down: 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now. All lines are open because we had the, the drop, and now I finished that call. Wild Birds Unlimited. This is the company you need to know about. It's actually several different stores, three of them joined together to sponsor this radio broadcast. Uh, my broadcast on sister station, KLIF, and my electronic newsletter, eGardens. I hope you'll let them know you appreciate that when you go in, and I hope that you'll go in and take a look around. Yes, I know you can buy bird supplies lots of places. I get that. I know you can. But you're not going to find the same level of quality as you find at Wild Birds Unlimited. This is a national organization, and their research at corporate level is awesome and the quality of their products is similarly awesome Uh, their uh, hummingbird feeder their high perch hummingbird feeder is second to none and their mixtures of seeds and feeds Second to none. David's store in the Park Cities at 5715 West Lovers Lane is about a block west of the tollway next to Nichols and Hardy Nursery. Ron's store at the new location, he's been in the business 20 years, but his new store is at 5708 Abrams, one block south of Northwest Highway. And Bertie's store in McKinney is at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway in McKinney, near Tom Thumb. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. 100 years serving
3: DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP. And WBAP.com. Keller's Central High School's being thoroughly cleaned this weekend to deal with monkeypox. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. EssexChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather. On the ones. There's an accident just occurred on the Texas 180 Bridge. That's basically Fort Worth Avenue at Commerce Street. Also, uh, road construction has completely shut down eastbound Highway 170, Alliance Gateway, between 35W and Old Denton Road in Fort Worth. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Today's going to be partly cloudy, hot and humid. Chance for some isolated showers or storms. High temperature right around 95 degrees. Tomorrow, much like today, partly cloudy. About an even chance for some scattered showers or storms. Tomorrow's high temperature, probably around 94 degrees. 78 in Dallas right now. 80 degrees in Fort Worth. Kellers Central High School is undergoing a medical sanitizing this weekend after reporting that an unidentified person at that school tested positive for monkeypox. The school did not say whether the infected person's a student or some other person connected with the school. It did say it's been assured by health experts that the risk of spread in schools is low. They ordered the sanitizing as a precaution. More than 53,000 flights have been canceled by major airlines in the first half of 2022. Fort Worth-based American Airlines, top of the pack, or maybe it's the bottom, canceling nearly 4% of all of its flights so far this year. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD 2 and WBAP.com. At Mueller, they believe in value. Mueller's Value
0: Plus buildings are pre-engineered. They feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But you know, true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, you get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call Mueller at eight seven seven two mueller That's 877 Or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C dot com.
3: There's a lot in life.
2: That sucks.
3: Especially when you're trying to get somewhere. This
2: traffic sucks.
3: But it can suck less. With our traffic updates, your less sucky commute is on. News Talk 820 WPAP and 99.5 FM HD2.
0: Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leading the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. You know, I always say that you don't have a landscape finished until you have stone in that landscape somewhere. It just doesn't look quite natural just to have plants. I love plants, but I also love stone. I've been a rock hunter since I was a kid. Every little boy, I think, probably is. And I'm not a little boy anymore, and I still love stone in my landscape. 22 acres of stone. When we first came to the Metroplex, Whiskey Stone wasn't around, and I was looking for a stone yard, a really good stone yard. I went from one to another to another, and then somebody said, you need to go to Whiskey Stone. In fact, when they told me that when I was doing my All-Texas All-Garden show, and I saw th- these loads of stone coming in to decorate the booths of my exhibitors. Oh my goodness, I got there quickly and I said, Oh, this is it. And it still is it. You need to go there. It's a third generation family business. Mike and Derek Wisnan, second and third generations, own and operate Whiskey Stone. And they're just as personable as they can be. And customer service is first and foremost to them at Whiskey Stone. All kinds of stone for every kind of landscaping project, whether it's uh, around a pool, whether it's a fountain, uh, whether it perhaps might be a beautiful pathway or patio, even a driveway. Uh, You might uh, want a retaining wall or decorative gravel or river rock. They have it all. They deliver anywhere that you can hear me and they'll be happy to help you figure out how much stone you need. Just take measurements of what you're trying to do, and they'll work with you. If you need help with a landscape contractor referral, they can do that as well, because they work with the finest. They're very active members in the Texas Nursery and Landscaping Association. So, 4501 East, Loop 820 South, in far southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East, Loop 820 South. Uh, 817. 817-429-0822. 429 0822. They're open Monday through Saturday, by the way, closed on Sundays. 817 429 Whiz, W H I Z, Q.com. Whiz Q Stone. W B A P. Well, that was certainly brief. <laughs> All right, let me tell you about Neal Sperry's Gardens. It is my free electronic newsletter. Free as in, you don't pay a dime for it, never will, never have for 18 years. It comes from my computer directly to your email and it comes on Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. We have about 80,000 subscribers. You have to subscribe and usually people assume that when they hear the word subscription it's gonna cost them something, but that's not the case here. You have to go to my website and sign up for eGardens. That Way we have a way to get it to you. But it comes with a couple of promises from me, and that is that I'm not going to spam you. I will never send you an email because you're a subscriber to eGardens other than eGardens. That's the only thing you'll get from me. And uh, the other promise is I will never give or sell your email address to anybody else who might do that. So you don't have to worry about it. Now, here's what you will get with eGardens. You get five stories each week. One of those stories will be a featured plant of that week. Another of the stories will be gardening this weekend where i point out the most important tasks for that weekend the things that are very time sensitive and then a couple of other stories and our greatly enhanced q a section so that's what you have in e-gardens if you want to see what it looks like go to my website same place you go to buy my book and that's at neilsperry.com click on the e-gardens tab and you can see the most recent issue actually the most recent five issues and uh probably 75 or 100 questions that have come into those as well as the five plants that i featured and you also can sign up right there that's at and n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y dot com click on e
2: gardens let the texas certified nursery professionals at your neighborhood calloways help you i'm jim burton from the mckinney store and now back to neil
0: That's my store. That's where I shop. Thank you, Jim, very much. And that's what I hope you'll say when you hear their voice, the the voice of the manager at the store closest to you. That was my hope, and that's what I tell the managers when I record them. I want them to come in and say, I heard you. That's my store. And that's what I just did. Let's go back to our phones now. We go to Linda in North Dallas. Linda, this is Neil. Good morning.
4: Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm well, thank you. How can
4: I help you? Yes, well, I have two quick questions. I'm thinking about planting a magnolia. I don't want it to be huge. Um, I live on a creek lot. I have a lot of sun. Um, I had to take down some trees, and the um, Japanese maple that's there is not doing well. Um, It's frying in the sun. So Hmm. I thought maybe that would be a nice addition.
0: How large do you want it to grow?
4: uh, I don't know, 20, 20 feet.
0: All right, um, I'm probably going to suggest to you, little gem, G E M. It grows taller than that. It'll grow to 30 feet or so. Uh, teddy bear is one that will get 15 to 18 feet tall, but it will take it a while. It's a slow grower. Unless you want to invest in, in a, a good bit and buy one that's uh, half grown already, they're they're expensive. If you do that, they're both beautiful trees. Uh, little gem has. Um, it it is half magnolia size in all respects. It grows half as tall as a regular southern magnolia, and the leaves are half as big, and the flowers are half as big. It's just a half-sized southern magnolia. Teddy bear has leaves that are every bit as big as a southern magnolia, and the flowers are every bit as big. It's just that everything is closer together, and it just stays very compact. It, It gets, 15 to, like I say, 15 to 18 feet tall.
4: Okay, and then the little gem gets about 30 feet tall? Yes. Okay, and then azaleas, my um, encore azaleas are starting to bloom. Would it be a good idea to give them some liquid fertilizer to help with the blooming, or is that not a good idea?
0: Well, if they're already starting to bloom, you don't need to do anything to help them bloom. They're they already convinced that they need to bloom. Uh, what I would do is uh, soon after they finish blooming, um, that's going to be in mid-September, mid to late September, I probably would, I, at that point, I would put a, a, a an azalea food on them, either liquid or granular, and just uh, let them, they, they'll probably try to bloom again after Thanksgiving. They, they typically will bloom late in the season unless we get a really uh, strong cold front in late October, early November. And so, I, yeah, I'd put the fertilizer on, but I'd do it right after they bloom.
4: Okay. And then um, when are we supposed to put down pre-emergent? I know you said you were going to watch the weather.
0: Well, you must have missed my comment uh, half an hour ago. I well, said this is the oh, time right now. Yeah, this is the time. Okay. The next uh, next uh, eight days or so. I'll be talking about it more. Okay. I just am trying to space them out a little bit. I appreciate your Sorry. call. <laughs> no, you're fine. Thank you. You can't listen every moment. I understand have to go out okay. and move the water or whatever. I understand that. Yeah. Have a good day. Thanks for the call. <laughs> okay,
4: let, thank you. Let
0: me go to David in Fort Worth. And, David, while you're getting all, everything all queued up, let me give people the phone number. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Now, David, how can I help
2: you? Good morning. I've got some problems with some trees. I've got webworm on some trees, and I've got a couple of magnolias that are browning in a big part of it all right uh the webworms
0: are probably if they're anything like the ones i've been watching for the last several weeks are probably through feeding the webs may not have webworms in them anymore if you see active webworms in the web if you can can see that far up uh, uh, and and there's still activity then you could go ahead and and trim them out or pull them out of the tree or whatever you want to do. I wouldn't try spraying. Spraying is not very effective um, unless you have really sophisticated power spray equipment. Um, But they pretty well run their course in our landscape, the ones that are up high in our pecan trees and up and down the county road that I live on, so I wouldn't worry about them. They'll fall out when the trees start losing their leaves. They'll come tumbling down with the leaves. What is with the magnolias? How old are your magnolia trees? They're
2: they're big. All right. They're Twenty years old. All right.
0: I have uh, only once or twice in my whole career have I seen a disease, a singular disease, bother magnolias. So I don't necessarily gravitate immediately to worrying about diseases, and I don't think I've ever seen an insect bother them. Um, how much of a given tree is impacted? How much is browning? Oh. A good half of it, or so. Is it and, and lack, is there, lack of
2: water, or something? Yeah, I was
0: just going to say, what 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 is the likelihood that the tree got too dry?
2: Very very likely. It's on some rental property.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope it'll come back. I hope that half will leaf back out again. Uh, usually, when broadleaf evergreens like hollies and magnolias uh, lose their leaves like that or, or turn brown. Um, it's not a good sign. Uh, all you, I, I have no way of knowing whether it's going to come back or not, or they'll come back or not. Uh, that's the tragic part. Is that one watering halfway through the summer probably would have kept this from happening. You're just going to have to wait and see. You'll know probably before winter, uh, based on uh, based on the fact we've had some rain, but um,
2: but I can't tell you from this distance. If I do spray uh, the webworms, would I use what would I use on that? Well,
0: like I say, unless you have really sophisticated power spray equipment, it's it's futile. Do you have a really do you have a, a tank sprayer? I mean, a, a pressure uh, yeah a
2: tank sprayer, and I also have a pressure washer.
0: A pressure washer isn't going to hold a. You don't want to put insecticide in that. No. It's not It's not worth it. It is just absolutely not worth it. I, I live in a pecan forest, and I don't do it with mine. I've lived there 45 years. I've never even considered doing it. They are not harming the tree particularly. They're knocking the leaves off. They're ugly as sin, but they're not hurting the trees particularly. I have a hard the time what? justifying putting spray all over my yard, all over me, all over everything, killing beneficial insects, doing all that for an insect that is at worst almost through feeding on on a few leaves i I mean i'm not adverse to not against spraying insects that are damaging plants i'm not an anti-spray person but that one is just okay i will answer your question this is not a recommendation Um, you would use any general purpose insecticide probably the least impactful would be something like spinosad or um bacillus thuringiensis i don't know whether putting a surfactant spreader sticker into that spray will do anything to uh, impact especially the the uh, uh, bacillus thuringiensis uh, a, a drop uh, of liquid dishwashing detergent per gallon of final spray but that would that would get it into the web uh, but you've got to make sure you have something in there to be killing they, i think they're through I think they've already flown off as adult insects. I think they're done, and so will the the tree come back? Oh my goodness! Yes, they've come back for thousands of years. That's what I'm saying. This is just not. This is pimples on a teenager, which usually are not (laughs) that harmful. That's that's what I'm talking about. This is Neil losing his hair. I'm bald. (laughs) I'm still kicking. Yeah.
2: That's good. All right. Don't well, take this, you,
0: David. Don't take this personally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying won't. to calm you down.
2: <laughs> no problem.
0: I want to I All want right, to remain friends you, here. Friend. Okay. Good deal. Have a good day. I like the chuckle. Thank you, sir. Okay. Phone number, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And I had pimples as a teenager. And I know there are a lot of teens who have Serious problems. I don't want to belittle that. I understand that. 800-288-9227. That's the number, and I've run out of phone calls again. i got to give the number more often. 800-288-9227. Call now, won't you please? Love to hear from you. I'm going to do my last break for this hour. We have another hour coming up. Neal Spray's Lone Star Gardening. When I, when I contacted Carolyn Sky and Cindy Smith, I said I want to do a kind of a workbook. Well, the kind of a workbook idea (laughs) blew up on me. Uh, What was going to be 200 pages ended up 344 pages and uh, 840 of my photographs. I had no idea there were that many photos until we finished the book. And Cindy said, because she was the one laying the book out with all the photos, I said, Cindy, here are 40 more photos. I think these would be good. And she said, here are the ones I didn't use, didn't think we needed and uh and she said uh just so you'll know there are 840 photos in the book oh my goodness gracious and um so but i'm i'm really happy with this book uh it is it is the way i wanted my other books to be and when i worked with publishing houses it was just compromise after compromise and in this case these ladies guided me and made sure i didn't go completely nuts and Carolyn Skye is just the, the best editor a person could ever want. I'd worked with both of them before on many projects and continue to work with them on a lot of projects. And, and so that's why I have said I think this is the best work I've ever done. I'm really pleased with it. 11 chapters that cover all aspects of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, it's all in this book. And I'd like to get a copy to you, and I'll guarantee you'll be happy with it, or I'll refund every penny without any question. 75,000 copies sold so far, and nobody has asked for a refund. There are 25 multi-page charts to help you pick the right plants that's just an example of what you'll find in it there's a 48 page calendar with four pages per month telling you what you need to do in september so when you finish august in a couple of days you turn to september and it says here's what you need to plant in september that 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 is specific to that month and so forth all the way through Uh, plant prune fertilize and and spray protect it tells you about the pre-emergent weed killer and the importance of getting that done early in September and so forth all the way through. So the book is only 32 95 It will be thirty-eight I'm finishing up the fifth printing. I'm trying to get it all evened out before we uh, tackle the sixth printing. And so here are the, that's, that's what it is. Now, because I didn't go through a publishing house, I've also opted not to put it in stores and not to put it on Amazon. I self-published. They're in my garage waiting to be signed. The last of the fifth printing. I have a few hundred copies left. So here are the two ways you can order it. The better way is to order it from my website, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. You can do that right now. The other way is to call during the week, business hours, 800-752-GROW. That's my office, 800 800- Seven five two four seven six nine. 4769 But the better way, neilsperry.com. I'll send you a signed copy. I take him to the post office myself. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Thank you, sir. They are outstanding. We have uh, used their services and been very, very pleased with their help. Very, very pleased. Well, fall is for planting. It's time to get back into the garden, explore your local Callaway's nursery today. Get inspiration, discover their vast selection of fresh blooming trees and shade uh, uh, shrubs and, and shade trees. I'll be all right. You'll find favorites like Camellias, Desperado Texas Sage, and so many more. Camellias are an evergreen that provide year round foliage and exquisite flowers during the cooler seasons, and they will explain how best to succeed with camellias in our area. Desperado Texas sage is extremely popular for its lavender bell shaped blooms during the summer and fall on top of the silvery gray green foliage. You've seen uh, the Texas sage in bloom the last few days after the rain. Shade trees are prized throughout Texas. Oaks are stately trees. Red oak, Schumard red oak, is great as a shade tree with fantastic fall foliage. Chinese pistachio, another great shade tree. It has broad canopy. It's round and symmetrical, provides a profusion of fall color when the leaves turn beautiful shades of orange and red. Callaway's Nursery and Landscape Design and Installation team, they can make your fall dreams a reality. Simply visit Callaway's.com and click on the Garden Services tab to make your appointment and get started today. A Callaway's professional designer will come to your home for a personalized consultation. They'll work together with you to develop the right design and schedule a time for the installation. Spaces are filling up quickly. Remember to book by August 31 so you'll be ready to entertain in style this fall. Shop local. Shop at any of their community stores, including the new location in Prosper, or order online and take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week at 9 for your shopping convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery Life Live Beautifully. And be sure to tell their manager, hey, thanks for sponsoring Neil's Hour on WBAP. Callaway's Life Live Beautifully, Callaway's.com.
4: We at Callaway's are proud to offer the finest plants, products, and services. I'm Lynn from the South Arlington Callaway's. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil.
0: Thank you, Lynn, very, very much. And back to the phone lines that are filled right now. Thank you for that. Nahid in Carrollton. This is Neil. Good morning.
4: Hi, Neil. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Uh, How can I help you?
4: Well, we, get, we are uh, fairly new in Texas, and where we used to live, everything grew with no effort. Now um, we are trying to figure out what kind of fruit trees you could uh, plant in our yard that the okay. water.
0: All right, well the best ones here and and uh, everything you plant here does not grow successfully so we, uh, we will we will cure that for you but some things will do very well for you um, the the state fruit people from Texas Am that's the fruit is not my specialty I'm more in landscape but but I have a, a guest on on Super Bowl Sunday every year and for forty years Dr. George Ray McEachern has consistently said, that uh, the 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 two best three best fruit crops for Texas for our area are methyl plum m e t h l e y methyl plum orient pear called orient oh I just well just spelled like orient and then uh, blackberries and uh, his his blackberry of choice now is one called Washita and that starts with o u and um, I'd have I gotta look that up every time I, I've got to practice my spelling on it, but uh, uh, you can find it. Uh, there is a Texas a m fact sheet on blackberries. Uh, Womack Nursery in Deleon sells all three of those, and uh, W O M A C K in De Leon, Texas, Deleon, Texas, D E capital L E O N, and I'll have the spelling of Washita before the hour's out. I'm embarrassed that I haven't committed it to memory yet.
3: But okay, those, are, so, those
0: are the uh, three that are, are best. Stay away from things that are very compelling and better to buy at the grocery. Don't grow cherries. Don't grow apricots here. Don't try. Don't even try. Do you have any things that you're particularly interested in that you wanted to try? Maybe uh, I can help you with.
4: I used to have figs. I used to have uh, pomegranate. I used to have persimmon. All then, right. Hang uh, on and
0: let me let me help you. Figs, you can grow the variety called Celeste. It will make it almost all of the time. Uh, in in February a year ago, 16 months ago, 18 months ago, they were hurt very badly by that one extreme cold spell, but usually celeste figs are very good. They get big, so they need lots of room. Pomegranates are a very poor investment here because we are too wet and too cold. They, the, the fruit, if it does form, will split, so they're not a very good one. And then what was your third one? You had... Uh,
1: Persimmons. The thir-
0: persimmons will do well. The, the best of the uh, 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 Asian persimmons would be um, uh, probably, uh, uh, oh, I would say, I can't remember what George Ray recommends. I don't have that list right in front of me, but either uh, Eureka or uh, uh, Haichia, uh, those. Once again, Womack's will help you with that. They sell all of the recommended varieties. I have that on my website, too. I know I have that on my website. We archive his list each year. He changes it a little bit. I don't think the persimmons have changed. But if you go to neilsperry.com and look at the frequently asked questions, you'll find it. I must run. I'm out of time for this hour. We'll be back, folks. Stay tuned.